Welcome back to Process. Last week, I published a video on six different alternatives to Rome research over on the YouTube channel. That video is blown up, and I'm definitely very grateful for all the response that it's gotten. But the whole purpose of that video was to list out some inexpensive, non-nerdy softwares to build an unstructured knowledge management workspace. What do I mean by that? Well, for one, Rome Research is going to be $15 a month, and with it being a fledgling software application, there are a number of people who have some issues with that. And that's okay. When you're trying to put a bunch of information into a piece of software that you want to be able to access at a later point in time, you want to make sure that it's reliable. And so having a wait and see approach on that is definitely not a bad thing. But the alternatives that are out there, there are some really good ones that are really super nerdy or are really expensive as well. DevonThink is one that comes to mind. Uh, Evernote, not super expensive, I guess, is on the upper end of things, but it's uh, it's not the best piece of software, let's put it that way, at this point in time, compared to what else is on the market. You also don't want something that's going to take a lot of effort to put together. You don't want to have this big technical stack that you have to set up and a server that you have to manage and all of that stuff. That just gets in the way unless you're super technical and love diving into those things. And lastly, you don't want a complicated system. You want to be able to put information into it fairly seamlessly and easily link things together, generate new ideas without having to do a bunch of fuddling around or run scripts, things like that. I'll put a link in the show notes to this video if you want to check it out. We won't dive into the applications or anything further on it in this podcast. But the reason that I bring it up is it's caused me to think about uh, modality in productivity software and systems that hasn't really been discussed before. When I say the word productivity tool, what's the first thing that comes to mind? Usually you think task manager, OmniFocus, things, Todoist. Or if you're thinking a note-taking software, you're probably thinking Evernote or Notion. If you're thinking something outside of the box, maybe you're thinking of Keyboard Maestro or Text Expander or Drafts. Whatever it is that you're thinking of, more than likely the box that it falls into is what I would call a structured piece of software. There is a way that things fit together. Let's take a look at OmniFocus, for example. OmniFocus is essentially a highly structured outline with lots of different metadata that you can add to things on that outline. I mean, OmniFocus's foundation was OmniOutliner, so that makes a lot of sense. Looking at note-taking software, think about Evernote. It is folders and notes. It's very hierarchical. Sure, you can sort things differently. You can tag items together. You can kind of befuddly link things together inside of Evernote. Or Notion. Notion's a little bit more flexible in the sense that you can structure things in a different way, but it's still very much hierarchical. Most productivity software fits in a box of structured work. There's, a, there's an order and a flow to how things are done. It tends to be very good for putting things together in a structured sense. And for some people, having that structure is a safety net. It's something that they really enjoy. It's something that they need to have in a productivity tool. But there's a bunch of people out there who struggle, like myself, with finding ways to make things work for them. 
And that's where I think this concept of an unstructured workspace comes in. So you have structured tools which have their benefits, and I love them. I use them in different areas of my life for very specific purposes. But the thing that Rome Research introduced me to was the concept of an unstructured workspace. What does that look like? Well, sure, you might think Rome Research being an outliner is very structured. Okay, yeah, I get that. It's an outline. You have bullet points, you have indentations, you have pages. But the modality and the way that Rome Research works by putting information in, being able to quickly link between pages and topics and blocks and add things into a daily journal of sorts, adding things into a page and then having them essentially talk to one another and be there and be aware of each other in a sense brings a radical level of flexibility to it. Or take a look at the bullet journal. Many times when you Google bullet journal, you see all these flowery layouts and planners and weekly spreads and stuff. But when you look at the original bullet journal method, it's very fluid. You have the rapid logging technique for each and every day, which you're just listing down tasks and events and thoughts that you have throughout the day in an order that is just there. I mean, there's a context for it, in the context of the day, but it's just there and it gives you freedom to be able to do with it whatever you need to. If you need to flip to the next page and start journaling out some thoughts on a specific topic or an idea that you have, you can do that. It's flexible and it's still within the context of the page order of that notebook. There's a framework there for it, but it's highly unstructured. On one page, you can be planning your day. On the next page, you can be talking through an idea. On the next page, you can be journaling about an event that happened into your life. For me, I've been finding since experimenting with Rome Research that these unstructured workspaces are essential. Anytime I try to put structure on certain areas of my life, specifically the areas where I need to be creative, where I need to have fluidity, where I just want to be in the moment, trying to put a structured tool in that in that place does the exact opposite thing that I want to do. It tries to add more structure and put more force on the thing that I'm working through. But when I have an unstructured tool like a bullet journal or like Rome Research, what that enables me to do is to think freely without worrying about it. Now, you may be asking the question, well, what about a software like Drafts? Drafts is a great place to just put stuff. You can process through things. You can come back to it later. It's a good spot to capture things. But what I'm talking about here is not a capture tool. A capture tool is ephemeral. Instead, what I'm finding is valuable is having a place to list out things I'm thinking about, processing through, uh, things that have happened in a context that's permanent. And that's what this unstructured workspace idea has done for me. It's not just a capture spot to figure out what something is, put structure to it, and put it in a structured system. It's an unstructured system that can make its own organic connections as I go. I've been working with TiddlyWiki for the last few days here, uh, experimenting with the Stroll plugin for that, just trying to figure out Does this software make sense for me to get into instead of Rome Research to manage this unstructured place? And I actually think it does make a lot of sense because even though you create titlers or wiki notes in there in a chronological order, 
they're still very fluid in the ways that they can show up. One second, you can be editing the journal note for the day and adding more information to that. The next, you can be adding some notes to a book note. The next, you can be jotting down some information from a meeting or a thought that you had. And with the Stroll plugin, you can easily connect those ideas together. The concepts are very similar to how Rome Research works. It's an unstructured place for thought. Structured workspaces have a lot of value. They tend to be very good for managing your to-dos, for managing your calendar, for managing items that need a lot of structure, how-tos, runbooks, guides, things like that. But not everything is ready to be structured. And that's why I think having an unstructured workspace for most people is a really good idea. I honestly think this is why the Zettelkasten method has taken off so well in the last couple of years. It's basically a call for an unstructured workspace where you can put information into it, link it together, make new connections, and then make something with it. The point of an unstructured workspace isn't just to shove something in there and just forget about it. I mean, we don't need any more junk drawers of the technology world. Hello, Evernote and Notion and every other place where you can clip anything from the internet that you found interesting into it. We don't need that. We don't need any more of that. What we do need are places where we can synthesize thoughts, synthesize ideas synthesize solutions. In thinking about this concept, I'm thinking about the book Range by David Epstein. If you haven't read it, I highly recommend checking it out. And here's why. The book covers the concept of generalists versus specialists. We have this cultural idea that uh, specializing in something and becoming a master at it is the way to go. It's the way to be successful in life. It's the way to make money. It's the way to be famous. It's the way to have whatever you want to have. But Epstein in this book makes the case that it's actually a better path to become a generalist. Not just that you're a jack of all trades and a master of none, but more the fact that you've exposed yourself to lots of different stimuli and knowledge and understanding from different areas of life and different disciplines, different fields of study. The reason that he gives for this is that in our modern knowledge work-driven culture, the problems that we face are much more challenging and require a higher level of creativity. And the way to solve those problems or get higher quality solutions to them is to have a generalist perspective on things. Specialists tend to drill in and focus, 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 focus on their one single area that they have, but they can sometimes miss the bigger picture on things that are related together. Whereas a generalist, even though they can't necessarily dive into the specifics super deep, what they can do is see a broader perspective and potentially see patterns across different fields or different disciplines and apply them in a new way to solve a problem. Where I think about unstructured workspaces along with being a generalist of sorts is that ability to see patterns. I've been realizing that pattern matching is actually a very strong skill for people who are good consultants, can ask really good questions, who can dive into the specifics of a matter and help people out because they can back up and see the big picture really well 
and analyze the patterns that they're seeing across different cases. When you can analyze and recognize those patterns, you can start to see different paths and different solutions for that. An unstructured workspace such as Roam or TiddlyWiki gives you the capacity in your own thought processes to do just that. You can connect ideas together. You can see patterns of thought. You can see, hey, this one thought I had on this book over here is actually related to this article, and that's also related to this YouTube video, and that's related to this thought that I had, and bam, here's this brand new thought that I had, even though it might not necessarily be original or unique, there's a new connection that was made. I hope to do some more podcasts and videos on this subject in the future. I do think the idea of personal knowledge management and better note-taking is going to take off within the next couple of years, largely due to Rome Research kick-starting the subject and becoming so popular so quickly. If you have any questions on this that you want to have answered, definitely hit us up in an email at hello at effectiveremotework.com. I'd love to answer your questions in future podcasts or videos that we do on the subject. Last time we chatted, I mentioned that I started a daily writing habit just to try to clarify my thoughts. I wanted to give you an update on that this week. I haven't been tracking my record with this directly since I started it, but I can say that the process of writing out my thoughts, even just spending a couple of minutes writing down 100 words at some point in the morning, has been really helpful for me. It's actually what kickstarted some of the thought processes about this episode of the podcast, talking about structured and unstructured workspaces. The point of this habit is to engage in intentional thinking, to be able to revise what I think, to be able to develop thoughts, to result in blog posts and podcasts and the like. I've been enjoying the writing process so far a lot more as a result of this. I don't feel the pressure to have to write, to have to get something out, to produce content or whatnot. I just am enjoying the process of thinking through something and getting it to a point where I can share it with you. I definitely haven't been perfect at this the last few days. I haven't even really sat down to write. That wraps things up for this episode of Process. If you want more resources on productivity and remote work, head on over to EffectiveRemoteWork.com. We'll chat in the next one.